0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com
1: Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Ed of the Week There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius' own tiny orange hand soap set Give yourself a hand or take two They're small, tiny in fact teeny tiny and they're orange of course and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the gop's clown dictator am i right folks only twelve dollars at bubblegenius.com but if you use our promo code cesca at checkout you'll get an additional 15 percent off only at bubblegenius.com and now let the cartoons begin god damn it
0: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables Never give up, never surrender This is the Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com A truck Oh
2: boy, oh boy Oh boy, oh boy Yeah, honk 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 goes the truck Honk honk goes the truck Hong Kong goes the truck did you guys see Hong Kong goes the truck the truck goes Hong Kong. did you see that did you see it unbelievable it's so crazy and you see how it moved big trucks big wheel and the big wheels go around and then when you pull on the horn the horn goes crazy and the truck's so unbelievable because it's a tremendous truck i wish we had a bigger truck wouldn't it be great if a big truck came like a big truck big 18-wheeler truck they we rolled down and then the guy showed up And he was a macho guy. And he says to me, you drive the truck. And then I get to drive the truck, and I get to go all the way down, and I drive it right into the river. And then I drown on the river, and I feel the water seeping over me. And then the air leaves my lungs. And in the moment where my body starts to react, and wants air, I let go. And when I let go, the water fills my lungs, and I'm finally at peace. And only then do I find the complete and absolute solitude that I've wanted. Anyway, I want to go home, Bridget. I'm tired. Bob Seska. If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show!
1: Hello, Bob hi it is uh, Tuesday May 16 2017 this is the Bob Seska show presented by bubble geniuscom I am Bob and we're brought to you by the best soap in the world it's bubble com. also brought to you by the Bowen law group and attorney Charles J Bowen if you need legal advice free legal advice that's the best kind of legal advice go to the Bowenlawgroupcom slash Bob and ches or just click the link of the podcast page okay Oh, hey, welcome, welcome, it is the uh, it is the Trump Crisis Day 117, but today is a very special day, it's Tyranny Tuesday at the White House. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's Tyranny Tuesday. Ah! Here's our Tyranny Tuesday party horn. <laughs> we, we have Fascist Friday,
0: uh, Megalomaniac <laughs> Monday, and uh, Tyrannical Tuesday. <laughs> so
1: welcome to Tuesday. Oh, and welcome Buzz Burbank, my friend from uh, Buzz Burbank News and Comment. Hi, Bob. It's great to be back. I hope you're well. Uh,
0: before we continue, I'm going
1: to need a loyalty oath from you. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, did you see that exchange? It was, uh, Comey said, well, no, I can give you my honesty. I can't give you my loyalty. I can give you right. my honesty. And then Trump says,
2: what about what about honest loyalty? That's a very, very, very good way to go.
1: I think honest loyalty works. And then, uh, and then. Of course, Comey said no. Uh, and again, that's what a child would say. Yeah, exa- you know, exactly. And that, that explains every,
0: you know, the, the, the tape we just heard from the president show, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> the, the guy nails it in terms of the, the sort of childish flow of consciousness of this, yes. of this character. Uh,
1: exactly. That's exactly right. That rant that he does about driving the train into the river, that mm-hmm. is every Trump rant because it's just random stream of consciousness. We don't know where this is going, where the- this is heading but but hang on because it's going to be an insane ride
0: the difference is the comedian and i'm sorry i never remember his name it's uh,
1: i think it's Tony. i think the last name is pronounced atamanic it's tony atamanic. A- tony well, Atamanik.
0: Part, part of the problem right there but tony does a great job he's obviously yes. very talented the difference between tony and trump is uh tony is more articulate he yeah trump isn't trump isn't capable of talking that long <laughs> right he runs, out, he runs out of words
1: before that <laughs> Exactly right. I know words. I have the best words. Exactly right. And I've got this, too, uh, from Tony Atamanik's uh, The President Show. God damn it! Now, that's, that pretty much uh, underscores and, and illustrates my frame of mind today. God it's damn it! speaks for us all, doesn't it? God damn it. So here's Buzz. Here I figured it out. This is the new normal. This is what yeah. we can expect every week until Trump either resigns or is, is stripped of the presidency. You're right. Number one. We find out that Trump did something crazy, like firing James Comey or leaking classified information to the Russians.
0: Okay, like that would happen, but okay.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, that's number one. Uh-huh. N- number two, White House staffers conduct damage control. This is uh-huh. what we've observed uh, last week and then again this week. Right. Uh, then number three, Trump contradicts his own staffers, making them look like liars and idiots. Right. Specifically, we
0: get the denial, uh, no, no, that's not at all what happened when a report right. comes out, like the the Washington Post thing we'll be talking about. Exactly. When a report comes out, the first response from the White House is, no, that didn't happen. Yes. And then a, a day or two or three later, Trump will say, well, yeah, it did happen. It was my idea. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, and, and yes, as you said— undermine the work of his staff That's like, right. running around desperately trying to plug holes in the dike
1: yep yep at this time uh, last week it was uh it was uh, spicy and it was uh it was Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, who I always want to add additional political names onto the end of that name. So it's like right. it's Sarah as in Sarah <laughs> Palin, then Huckabee, okay. obviously, as her father, uh, Mike Huckabee. Sanders, that's sort of Bernie. That's a Bernie Sanders kind of name there, right there. It's, it's exactly Bernie Sanders' last name. And then right. I just I want to add, like, Clinton, Hoyer, McConnell. <laughs> uh, just go on down the line. So, <laughs> Johnson, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Trump contradicts his own staffers. This week it was H.R. Uh, McMaster. Right, uh, who we we had always hoped was maybe the adults in the room in the White House, uh, keeping Trump from doing stupid things, but now he's act- actively participating in the lies and well, the cover-ups. He, he, he's, he's under orders, too, I'm sure.
0: I mean, we're hearing about a lot of screaming at the White House. In fact, even last night, uh, if you caught the end of Rachel last night, yeah. uh, she had just learned that, that uh, they'd turned up the TV sets really loud in the press <laughs> briefing room. Yeah. To cover up the screaming that went on between Sarah Huckabee Sanders, McMaster's Johnson, uh, and and uh, and and Sean Spicer and Steve Bannon, those three yeah. voices could be heard behind the door screaming right. at each other about what they were, uh, what they're dealing with, the, the latest crisis. And McMaster, you know, has come out again today and uh, t- testifying before Congress mm-hmm. and uh, having a news conference saying. Uh, no, this is all fine. Everything he did is fine. Well, he was told to say that. So, <laughs> right. even even the adult in the room knows where the paycheck comes from, at least for now. And up to a point, uh, he'll play along. I think. Yeah, some of the screaming sounded like this. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, there was probably a lot of that. And that was just Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Matthew <laughs> that Murphy.
1: Sanders, that's right. right uh i think, oh by the way number four trump hosts tyrants and their minion at the white house uh we've sure. got, we've got uh, uh lavrov and kislyak last week right on the uh the tail end of the comey thing and then today right in right the end of uh, exposing national security secrets to the russians we have erdogan visiting right. the, the white house today
0: right and although not uh, necessarily a well I guess he is kind of a world leader. Uh uh sh- the the Sheikh from Abu Dhabi. Yes. Uh the the Sheikh Sheikh who was in the White House on Monday. This is the guy. This Sheikh is the guy who set up the secret meeting uh near Madagascar last summer uh between a, a guy <laughs> claiming to be a-, a representative of the Trump campaign and Russian officials. That's uh, right. To make- to make deals and to set up a back channel of communication. So it
1: all ties together, even the shaky shake. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and and I forget God, I, I'm i going to kick myself. I forget the initials that the shake is described by. He's, they, people rarely uh, refer to him as his run, full... Run DMC. <laughs> There you go. We'll just go with run DMC, shake, run DMC. All right. And, uh, and then you got to add McMasters and Johnson and then uh, Erdogan. we we'll just throw <laughs> right. in Erdogan at the end there. Uh, right. And then, by the way, number five is repeat, because this is a, yeah. g- clearly two weeks in a row. This has happened in almost the same order where Monday, and, there's and- a thing. Tuesday, there's a well, Monday. There's a thing and then a denial. And then Tuesday, there's Trump contradicting what happened on Monday and all of his staffers hanging them all out to dry and and as
0: soon as everyone realizes that there's a thing then there's a new thing, yeah, you know, and the cycle starts over again. So it's just this endless cycle of cycles uh, that we go through, and as soon as one is concluded, the next one starts. It's almost like the infinity symbol.
1: So we're going to get into the uh, this bombshell Washington Post story from yesterday and all of the fallout that that uh, is, is surrounding it now and the days right. after. Well, in the days, it's when one day. It's, it actually <laughs> hasn't even been a full day yet, has it? At least on my clock. Doesn't
0: it seem like Trump's in prison for like ten years now? Yeah, really? I know, but it's, I mean that's it's just, just the thing. Exhausting.
1: I mean, how, how, where does this go? How does this end? No. Uh, because we are in uncharted territory. We are uh, beyond the mainstream <laughs> in terms of what uh, we usually uh, see from the the presidency in the White House, at least in the last forty five years. Uh, Buzz, what's next? I mean, I don't oh. know how much longer. How much longer can I know? Really, the public endure all of this?
0: I know. Well, the question is, and you and I asked this a few weeks ago uh, together. We asked, uh, you know, at what risk? I mean, we know we're going to catch this guy. If yeah. nothing else, he's going to catch himself because he's such an idiot. Right. Uh, but, but so we know that justice will be done. We know that uh, our system will prevail. I'm, I'm pretty confident that it will. It's, it's a process. It takes time. Yeah. But uh, so we have to be afraid of what happens in the meantime. But I think we can be confident about where it's going and the speed at which it's getting. There and I've said this before. In this age of mass communication, with a president who moves at what I call Trump speed, uh, this whole thing is unfolding. Uh, somebody brilliantly invoked the confused words of Yogi Berra the other day uh, by saying, <laughs> oh, "It's it's getting late early," and <laughs> and true that is true. for. For the Trump administration, that couldn't be more true. Yeah. It is it is aging quickly, and it, it can't last much longer. Uh, if he keeps uh, taking risks with national security, uh, you're hearing more and more Republicans. And I said before, and I know you asked this uh uh, I think you asked it in, in a blog last – well, uh, the, the blog on, uh, that was on my show last week. Yeah. Uh, you ask, you know, uh, why are the Republicans putting up with this? How long will they put up with this? And as I've said before, they're putting up with it because in the meantime, they can pursue the agenda. They've had a boner for for 20 years, yep. uh, that whole list of, of things, social and, and economic, that they wanted to achieve. And so they want to get as much of that done as possible. And this is a great frustration now for Mitch McConnell, sure. who who even today called out the White House for all the drama and said, you know, it's it's making us making it hard for us to get stuff done
1: over yeah, there. Yeah, and you, Which, usually usually McConnell yeah. doesn't give a rip about drama right, or screaming. Right,
0: yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He did You know, the Yurtle the Turtle just seems to you know just. keep... <laughs> Keep on keeping on. That's right. uh, slow and steady wins the race, <laughs> in his opinion. But, uh, he, he, you know, it, 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 it's starting to cost him his agenda. And as they see their re-election chances crumbling, as they see the inability to pursue their agenda because of all these other distractions, yep. and as they see the outright... Uh, Semi treasonous activities of this president. Yep. Uh, you're going to see Republican support fall off, just as it fell off. Finally, Republicans held on too with Richard Nixon uh, as long as they could. They did, but there came there. There's a tipping point and. My gosh, we're getting close to it soon. It's getting late early.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I was thinking about this last night. I think ultimately what's going to push the Republicans to finally stand up against Donald Trump is going to be, and I'm not talking about those of us who are ensconced in the uh, political debate. I'm talking about civilians here. I think it's going to take civilians getting to the point where they get – Absolute Trump fatigue, because this mm-hmm. isn't this whole mm-hmm. Trump business, the Trump crisis, as I call it, isn't just reserved to those of us who are ensconced in the day to day shovel fights of the the political debate. <laughs> it's now like civilians are—I mean, regular people who go to jobs from nine to five every day and normally don't spend all their time on Facebook and Twitter absorbing all of the political information that's coming down the stream—they're right. just going to get to the point where they're just going to suffer from immense Trump fatigue. They're just going to say, F this guy, get him out of there so we can have a normal life again, because it's it's absolutely interfering, I think, with the normal day to day lives of of regular people, because we're not designed as a country to take this level of crisis um, from our president where it shouldn't be the crisis should come from events, not from the Oval Office. Right. And, oh, my God, yes, yeah. And and we were, I think, lulled into a false sense of security in the previous eight years during the Obama administration. Because there were very few scandals coming out of oh, the White House.
0: Oh, even in the Bush administration, yeah. we didn't know how good we had it. And we, we, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we do now. Maybe we were a bit spoiled. Maybe we were a bit soft. Yeah. Maybe in some ways this is good for us. It certainly has been good for citizen involvement and awareness in politics, people showing up at town hall meetings and calling and writing their congressmen, people who didn't bother with that or yep. think they had time for it before. Making you're right. Fatigue is a huge factor. Fatigue over protests against the Vietnam War helped end the Vietnam War. Yep. Fatigue over uh, civil rights uh, demonstrations helped uh, change those laws. Uh, the same is true for uh, gay rights and, and, and uh, issue after issue throughout American history. Yep. Uh, public opinion and the weariness of having to deal with a particular problem are what get things done and and yeah, we're gonna get close to that. I still run into Trump supporters, my gosh. And I, I you know I blocked a couple more people on Facebook yesterday yep. because what I realized is I there's no sense in engaging with them. There's just no sense in it. Nope. You as I said before, you can't have a conversation with them without them bringing up Hillary, which has nothing to do with what we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah. Uh you know, so it's it's maddening. We're gonna to have to let some of those people go. As I've said before, fifteen percent of the country's insane anyway. So you're just gonna to have to write off that 15%, uh, hopefully we can win over the the other 15% of the Trump supporters, the other half of the Trump supporters, 15% of us all, who, uh, you know, uh, it, we, we will win them over either by wearing them down, as you suggested, or by helping them
1: see. Yeah, and you know what, I either get the Hillary Clinton email thing, or I get uh obama saying 57 states you know it's 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 hilarious that this is a great illustration in terms of how tribal they've become where you can bring up i mean i could actually list uh maybe a dozen things from the last week alone that trump has said that is absolutely crazy he gave a bunch of interviews last week where each individual sentence was absolutely egregious but then Mm -hmm. you put them into the whole of the word salad that we got from Mm -hmm. i think it was there was a time magazine interview that was absolute (laughs) madness last week right and and when you look at that and you repeat that and you mention look here's all of these trump things they'll invariably come back and say well obama said something about 57 Uh, states and i said oh my god that was god damn it that was one thing and he (laughs) he was ensconced in a campaign and he misspoke i don't think anyone's thinking that a constitutional scholar really believes that there are 57 states
0: and it didn't put uh, national security or international relations right. at risk.
1: Yeah, it certainly didn't put the American reputation at risk, the, the, right. the reputation of the uh, of the executive branch, the reputation of our diplomacy and our international relations and our stewardship right. of the economy and on down the line. It didn't put any of those things at risk. But every time Trump opens his mouth. It's it's another it's like a a Pandora's box of madness just emerges and a thousand horrible things come pouring out.
0: It's very simple. You know, he was elected by his base, uh, who believed that uh, his business acumen, as they saw it, and that's questionable. But they believed that, that was what government needed. No, what government needs right now is somebody who had military and/or government experience, who knows a little something about how government works. This guy knows absolutely nothing, and yep. he proves it every day. Uh, you know his his stupidity, really. And and by the way, that stupidity of the the leak that we're going to be talking about, the, <laughs> the, the what he showed the Russians or what he told the Russians in the White House, uh, that came out of arrogance. He was bragging. Yep. He was he with it because he's not smart enough to know he shouldn't be, he had to take out his penis and show everybody that it was in the room, that it was yeah. bigger that it was
1: bigger than everybody else's and look at the intelligence. Oh, I get
0: great intel. I get great intel
1: every day. Well, you know, this is exactly what we've been worried about ever since the news first broke back in the summer that Trump was going to start getting uh, PDBs. He was going to start getting classified intelligence briefings uh, right. from, from the intelligence community uh, as a candidate. And, and we said, well, it's only a matter of time before Trump uses that as some sort, of, uh, some sort of way to brag about his access and the things that he knows because, of course, what we, what we have learned in the interim, too, is that Trump likes to talk about everything that he knows, because he thinks he's the only one who knows these things. <laughs> and I mean, on and, and on February 16th, to add to what you said, I mean, that's yeah. one,
0: one concern that, that you and I had, but on February 16th, the Wall Street Journal published an article in which they reported that uh, U.S. intelligence officials, unnamed, mm. you know, uh, 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 quiet sources, yep. were saying that uh, information, data, intel was being withheld from Trump for fear <laughs> for fear of the connections his people uh, had with Russia, the connections at least that had been investigated for months. And this was, I believe, after uh, intelligence sources had confirmed that Russia had interfered in the election. They were concerned at that point... That uh, Trump or Trump's people would spill some of this stuff to to our enemies, to our adversaries, and and uh, so they began trimming some of the information. I understand that even the intel that Trump shared with the Russians yesterday, he didn't know all of it. That <laughs> all of it, yes. not all of it had been shared with him, and it's a good thing because he he did give the Russians apparently enough to figure out where we got the intel, which is going to hurt us tremendously yeah. with allies. Uh, And everything. Yeah. And
1: and I'm glad you brought that up, because that's one of the most dangerous aspects of the fact that Trump leaked this code word level intelligence to Lavrov and Kislyak in the Oval Office. By the way, with, you know, unnamed task photographer standing right there. God only knows if there were other people uh, involved in the Russian government who happen to also be in that room. We at least know there was one photographer there.
0: I I wondered. Well, I and I think generally those folks are trained as spies. We know Kislyak, yeah. uh, a U.S. ambassador to the U.S. from Russia, is is a spy recruiter. <laughs> and these guys are standing around with their hands in their pockets <laughs> in the Oval Office. Trump's spilling the beans about our latest intel on ISIS. Yeah. I I I wondered. Gosh, what papers are on his desk, and what might have the photographers captured from that? That's that's speculation. There's no evidence that anything like that happened. There's no evidence there were any papers on the desk. I. I was just wondering and and b- being concerned about that possibility as well.
1: Yeah, and what making matters worse, we found out today from the New York Times that the intelligence partner from whom Trump received this information, or I should say, better yet, the the intelligence community of the United States, the NSA, CIA, got this right. information from uh, intelligence partner Israel. God damn it! Israel, of course, is. <laughs> Is uh, never in any trouble in the Middle East or surrounded by enemies that you know could possibly reverse engineer this intelligence and find out who exactly uh, was the uh, was able right. to ascertain all of this information in well, the field.
0: Yeah, now I want to I want to back up to because you used a, a term there and maybe people know what it means and maybe they don't. Uh, I'm I'm guessing most of us don't. I've just learned it myself, and that is what is meant by code word level top secret information. Yes. Let's, the, the 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 data that Trump shared with the Russians is so highly classified was is was yeah. uh, was so highly classified that it it not only had not been shared with our allies at this point, it it hadn't even been shared with top US officials, even people with top secret clearance yep. in the United States government did not have access to this information without the proper code word for this particular project. Yes, yes. From what and, I gathered, and, this is yeah. the
1: upper echelon of the kind of uh classified information that is that is available to people with uh with high level security clearances inside the US government, top, including the President of the United States.
0: Top secret uh level security clearance wouldn't have given you necessarily access to these documents, but the right. Russians got to see them.
1: Oh yes, absolutely, and you might see sometimes in these discussions on Twitter and elsewhere, uh, yeah, that, that designation, the TS for top secret slash SCI. Right. This is the right. kind of information that is normally at that at that uppermost classified level. But this is one one step beyond that. Code word right. level intelligence is one step more important, as you said, than the, than the TS, SCI, uh level intelligence. And that that's what's so staggering about all of this is that not only did he leak this information, but he leaked information in a way that Uh, as you hinted at before, uh, Buzz, is that this information given to the Russians can so easily, and we we have to, we can't forget that Russia has an extremely robust intelligence community that is unfettered by civil liberties and a constitution. Remember that. They're
0: very good. They're very good Uh, at spying.
1: They're really, really good. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean, they may have done something last year that kind (laughs) of, uh, but but in this case, they can easily take that information with their intelligence partners, because Russia does have intelligence partners in Iran, for example, Syria, for example. Uh, who can take Trump. this information and find yeah. out who who was able to deliver that information and then to potentially disrupt that information flow? Trump and- made
0: it easy for them because he told them the city in which these plans are being laid yep. and in which these laptop battery bombs are being built. Uh, and by <laughs> telling the Russians the city, he's also uh telling them what country, and he's telling them he's giving them a pretty good idea of what operative or what person or persons uh, passed along that information.
1: Yeah, and, and remember, and this brings us to the next stage of the story, which has to do with National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster, whose, whose reputation now has taken a serious nosedive as far as I'm concerned. But this guy was sent out to lie about all of this stuff yesterday and denied that Trump had talked about specifics like the city and then came out again today after Trump blabs on Twitter, and we're going to get to that set of tweets here in a second, Trump blabs on Twitter, and then H.R. McMaster has to go back out in the press room and say, right. "Yeah, he did mention the city after all."
2: God damn it! You know, yeah, just completely you know, reversing and,
1: himself.
0: Yeah, and and that uh, kills the credibility of McMaster when he says uh, this or that didn't happen. I know I was in the room. Well, he he was in the room. He should have known that. Yep. And 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 he should have not misstated that. I you know, so I wonder about that. But also notice, especially about McMaster's earliest comments yeah and he wasn 't under so much pressure from the White House. He was under some but not as much as he is now <laughs> right. uh, when he was under less pressure from the White House, he chose his words very carefully yep. he he did not he you know he was very careful not to say that it wasn 't classified uh he was he basically just said it 's
1: okay I was there. what he said was okay, yeah, but not really a denial yeah here's the uh, here 's the clip from yesterday out in front of the uh, Out in front of the West Wing uh, with H.R. McMaster.
3: There's nothing that the president takes more seriously than the the security of the American people. The story that came out tonight, as reported, is false. The president (laughs) and the foreign minister reviewed a range of common threats to our two countries, including threats to civil aviation. At no time at no
1: time which which by the way let's let's pause right there because uh-huh. that basically he just said that the Washington Post story is false and then he kind of confirmed that it's true right because Absolutely. the civil aviation threat is what we're talking about here isn't it isn't exactly. that yes. th- that's the threat that that that's Trump passed along <laughs> and that's so right. of course yeah. McMaster said reporting's false but i mean once again we're in a situation where the uh the, the the leak is absolutely real but the reporting is false that's the message that the very very confused message that we got from the white house yesterday and and it got even worse because then he went on to say he he went on to deny something that wasn't even reported in the washington post right. story in the first place but the
3: president and the foreign minister reviewed a range of common threats yep. to our two countries including threats to civil aviation yep confirming At no time at no time were intelligence sources or methods discussed. There it is. And the yep. president did not disclose <laughs> any military operations that were not already publicly known.
0: Nobody said he did. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, that, that's not the issue, you know. At, at what, I, what's that again? At no time were the sources discussed that was one of them yeah the Uh, sources and methods yeah yeah because and 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 here's what trump didn't know trump didn't know the sources right but the the russians do and they can tell from the city (laughs) that trump did know so
1: there you have it here's a serious question about hr mcmaster himself as you might recall he was a serving member of the united states military when trump asked him to be national security advisor which if you receive uh, an order from the commander in chief, uh-huh. you're going. Uh-huh. You have you have no choice. You have to right. obey that order. H.R. McMaster right. had no choice but to say yes. I will be your national security advisor because he's following orders. Now the question is, did H.R. McMaster resign his commission when he became national security advisor? Because if he did not, now I noticed he's been wearing just normal civilian clothing, a suit and a tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which implies that maybe he did, but we don't know. But if he did didn't relinquish his uh his uh his commission, then maybe he went out under orders to lie. I mean, I oh, think that's... Oh,
0: absolutely. Well, isn't everyone well, in the Trump administration under orders to lie? Well, I mean, yes, honestly, that is, yeah, that is you know, true, from, but I mean... From spicy on up, uh, you know, absolutely, they, they all are. But, and yes, if if the president orders him to do that, I mean, it's like any other soldier, he has the right at any point. And by the way, right. I do think he's... We don't know. I don't know for sure. I'll try to check into this. I do think he is still commissioned, mm-hmm. but as, as a military, uh, as a member of the military, uh, commander-in-chief says jump, you jump up to a point yeah. there are points at which uh, a soldier can tell his sergeant or his or his corporal or whatever uh you know no this is wrong I'm not gonna kill those babies like you told me to <laughs> that's uh, right yeah, yeah. You, you are within your rights to do that mm-hmm. and uh, you should at least be vindicated at trial uh, should it ever uh, come to that point but there are points at which uh, a soldier can refuse a commander's order yes
1: okay well uh, we there's god there's still a whole day two story to get to here <laughs> There's, as if none of that was uh was compelling enough we need so to, many uh,
0: scandals so little time
1: yeah uh day two coming up here in a second yeah. where trump confesses on twitter to doing exactly what hr mcmaster just denied sort of denied it was a non-denial denial exactly that's what they call it All right, so let's talk about eating, uh, which is one of my favorite things to do, uh, but one of my least favorite things to plan for, because, you know, maybe there's a big disconnect there. Maybe I should spend more time planning my meals and figuring out what I'm going to eat day to day to day.
0: You have have a nation to save, Bob. You don't have time
1: for that. (laughs) Exactly right. Thank you so much. Doesn't the nation know? Doesn't food know who I am? And I don't have time for for food. Uh, Bottom line is that uh, I need something that is... uh, that is invariably delicious And easy to prepare And fresh With absolutely fresh ingredients Otherwise I don't want it But when I sit down for dinner I want food that's healthy And, and fresh But who can afford to eat At a restaurant every night Buzz Or stop at a high priced stores To get fresh natural ingredients Not me I've shopped at those, those stores And wound up wasting so much money So much food That's why I love Blue Apron America's yeah. number one Fresh ingredient And recipe delivery service Blue Apron sends exactly what I need in exactly the right amounts and an easy recipe right to my door. Uh, Blue Apron has partnered with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S. Their seafood is certified as sustainably sourced. The beef, chicken, and pork are raised responsibly, and the produce comes from regenerative farms. This month, here it is, your menu. These oh, are some of the uh, my, my favorite things. I've already had all of these dishes so far, and they're amazing. The sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot, and ginger-fried rice, or the pizza with fresh spinach and mozzarella, olives, oh, and yeah. bell pepper, have you tried Buzz the Parmesan crusted chicken with roasted broccoli and creamy fettuccine? I have not. What time shall I be there? <laughs> and and will you have the and will you have the tape recorder running? That's exactly. Only only one scoop of ice cream for you, sir. <laughs> Two for me, of course. Uh, or the paninis with baby broccoli and arugula salad with hard-boiled eggs. Try to get those meals at a restaurant or a specialty grocer for under just ten bucks a person. Blue Apron has something for everyone because you can customize your preferences and the new recipes just keep coming so you never get bored, in fact, you get excited, it makes cooking fun. Affordable but elegant, top quality meals you easily make yourself with fresh ingredients brought to you by Blue Apron. There's no weekly commitment by the way, start and stop as you please, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals, three for free, they'll even pay for the shipping because you listen to this show. Go to blueapron.com slash bobc it feels good to make incredible affordable meals at home. When the food and recipes come from Blue Apron, that's BlueApron.com slash B-O-B-C. Don't forget that. Write it down. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook.
2: The Bob Seska Show.
0: The Bob Seska Show, presented by Bubblegenius.com.
1: <laughs> it's breaking the law, right? <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show today. Thank you for joining us. Buzz Burbank is here from Buzz Burbank News and Comment.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on this week's show. I am on page 27 and my fingers are sore.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man, I got, yeah, I, I'm trying to encourage you to publish. This is, a, this is so much information that you're able to pack into one of those things. And uh, and it just keeps coming and coming and coming. I mean, yeah, like- well,
0: I mean, not all of it's Trump, I try to cover other stuff too, but obviously, these days, Trump is what a half, two thirds of the entire
1: newscast, yeah. And I'm telling you, that's it, that's what's going to bring Trump down. It's absolutely going to be the Trump fatigue. I think people are just going to get to the point where, and I'm not, t- and again, I, I want to <laughs> make sure to specify those of us who are in it. Uh, while we would love Trump to go away, it's, it's part of what we do to cover this stuff. But I just think regular people who are taking their kids to soccer and piano lessons and buying their kids phones and things, I don't know what, uh, they, they have to be tired of this at this point. They have to be tired of hearing about all Trump all the time. I mean, it's occupying almost every word of, of political reporting right now.
0: It's created a sort of a perversion in me that I almost <laughs> giggle now. <laughs> yeah. If 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 Trump if Trump tweets that that Comey better watch out, uh, I just I I just laugh because. I got Well, that's one more nail for the coffin. You know, we're, yep, getting closer. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a great thing. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I wish I was at the point where I was giggling, though I, I do have this sort of conflicted reaction every time something happens, which happens to be like every hour on the hour, which is that I'm simultaneously repulsed and excited. It's like uh kimberly and i were talking right. about this uh last night in fact kimberly johnson who uh, who uh, sits in on the uh, the after party every right, friday right. she and i were talking about this last night and and i said you know it's one of those things it's like a slow motion you know the only way to compare it is like a slow motion nine eleven. if 9-11 was happening oh. slowly over days and days and days it's like this ongoing tragedy but it's at a different i think it's certainly at a different level where yeah
0: well certainly uh you know we haven't had a lot of people die no although although trump is putting a lot of people at risk yeah uh, you know in in that way they are of course vastly vastly, vastly different but in terms of uh, national crises yes yeah.
1: yeah well it's this it's this combination that i think uh pretty much uh, is pretty much illustrated by this this, this music here Because it's It's all at once Terrifying and yes. silly I, I don't know Perfect. I mean we never really We never really get One or the other necessarily It's always both terrifying And silly at the same time
2: Because yeah, it I, is Donald yeah. Trump You know
0: that's it. and you know there's really nothing more to say about that. It is both terrifying and and amusing at the same time. Yeah. I, I think I was saying to you before we started uh, the show that if it weren't for uh, Colbert and uh, Samantha B and John Oliver and Saturday Night Live and uh, the President Show and and uh, uh, for that matter uh, uh, late night uh, Seth Seth Meyers, mm-hmm. if it weren't for these folks. Uh, we we would go insane. We, we owe them a debt of gratitude for helping us through this.
1: Absolutely. So, here we go. So, Trump confessed on Twitter, which I don't think anyone saw that coming. I mean, I, I think we were all predicting that he was going to take to Twitter in reaction to the Washington Post story right. and, and call it fake news and rant and rave about that and get really whiny like he always does. He loves to... Donald Trump loves to whine, right? Stop whining! Yes, indeed. Please do. And this time, instead, he went on Twitter and I guess we should have predicted this based on his, you know, nonsense from last week uh, in which he said to Lester Holt that, oh, yeah, by the way, I, I did fire Comey because of the whole Russia. He called it Russia, the rusher, right. the whole Russia thing. Trump Russia. This
2: Russia thing with Trump. Right. Uh,
1: so this morning he said on Twitter, as president, I wanted to share with Russia. Uh, in parentheses at an openly scheduled white house meeting uh-huh. which i have the absolute right to do facts pertaining to terrorism and airline flight safety humanitarian reasons plus i want russia to greatly step up their fight against isis and terrorism right, so right. here he's he's basically making human shields here this is uh, right
0: and and honestly i think those were his intentions i think he has good intentions he's just too inexperienced too braggadocious and too stupid not to let uh, improper things spill out of his mouth in front of the Russians.
1: I think he was also really, really anxious to impress the Russians uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, Compromise. And then to also uh, kind of, as you said before, to to basically swing his around in the Oval Office in front of, uh, in front of Lavrov and, and Kislyak. And this, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't stop thinking about that. I can't stop thinking about Sergei Kislyak standing there in the Oval Office knowing that he's a spy, knowing that he's a spy recruiter, knowing that this is the guy that Flynn, Manafort, Page, uh, on down the list, uh, uh, Kushner, they've all had these secret meetings with... Oh, Jeff Sessions has also had yes. meetings with uh, Kislyak right. that were secret and only disclosed right. later after they got caught doing them. And with the aforementioned Sheik, who's a go-between as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So then H.R. Uh, McMaster, the sacrificial lamb and all of this, gets sent out once again to uh, to clarify... Basically, to reverse everything that McMaster had said yesterday. So here's here's H.R. McMaster talking about uh, intelligence sharing. So uh,
3: what I, what we don't do is discuss what is and what wasn't classified. What I will tell you is, in the context of that that uh, that discussion, what the president discussed with the foreign minister was wholly appropriate to that conversation <laughs> and is consistent with the routine sharing of information between the president and and any leaders with whom he's engaged.
2: It? Oh God. God. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Except that it was code word level oh, top secret classified information that even people with top secret
1: clearance couldn't know. So yesterday, deny the story. Today, right. absolutely confirm the story. Confirm the story, but say it's okay. Yeah. I mean, does everyone inside the White House who's not named Trump have whiplash today? I mean, is everyone walking around rubbing their necks and looking for those big uh Big uh, whiplash collars that you use. <laughs> in well, why do you, court? Yeah,
0: well, and why do you think Bannon and Spicy and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and McMaster's Johnson, uh, <laughs> uh, are screaming at each other behind that it, door? Uh, yeah. they're, going cra- they're going crazy. They're going crazy, and they're trying to get. And, and of course, Bannon has his own. Uh, agenda, his own messages, and so you know who knows uh, if that adds a a third layer to all this. But uh, yeah, it's just it's chaos, and it's costing the country, and it's costing the world, and it can't go on much longer. You know, we we talked, you and I talked, uh, I think on one of the our first get-togethers uh, this year uh, was yeah. uh, we talked about uh, how uh, the, maybe the key to. uh, containing the trump administration was uh, rope dope was to keep them constantly on on the defensive and to some degree we are succeeding at that yes what worries me is that to perhaps a larger degree they're succeeding at it with us that uh, as we were talking about a minute ago as soon as one thing happens here comes another we are being rope doped as well so uh this is a this is a fight to the finish, and it's a, a fight of endurance. I think for both sides.
1: Yeah, I think it's just going to be as far as uh, going back to what we were talking about before. As far as convincing Republicans and and others, maybe Republicans and independents to to finally line up and say, "All right, enough of this." Is uh, is just the the matter of attrition that is happening now. It's it's just it's Trump almost being well not almost it's, it's basically trump being self-destructive it's this constant barrage that's the uh is it? i've been calling it the tennis ball machine right? god damn it whoops that's <laughs> right, the, right. that's not the tennis ball machine sound but this one this one, the tennis ball machine is going to uh to just beat people into submission it's it's a, can you, again can you play can you play two sounds at the
0: same time yes i can Okay, give me the tennis ball machine and God damn it together.
2: God, it!
0: Yeah, see, I think that
1: works because you're tired
0: of getting hit by tennis balls. Yeah. God
2: damn it! God damn it! God damn it! God damn it! All
1: right, I've had enough fun there. Thank you. Oh, well, you had
0: to have a little radio fun in
1: there. All right, so here's HR McMaster. Uh, Talking about how Donald Trump Wasn't fully aware Of the intelligence Or where it came from Oh God God Damn it. Right.
3: I mean, there there are no sensitivities in terms of uh, me or anybody who's been with the president in many of these engagements. He shares information in a way that is wholly appropriate. No. And I should just make I should just make maybe this the statement here that that the president wasn't even aware, you know, of where this information came from. He wasn't Wrong. briefed on the source or <laughs> method of the information either. So uh, I'm sorry, this is going to, have to be the last question because we do have the we do have the oh. president oh. coming oh, come uh, think, on.
1: momentarily. please. Carol, thank you very much. please embarrass yourself some more Mr. And, uh, and this this is a little bit dangerous
0: territory for a guy who has been and still to some degree claims to be a newsman me. yeah and that is that i i've just about stopped listening to most of what trump says and uh, most of what his people say i mean i hear it i make note mm-hmm. of it but i don't give it much thought because yeah. it's it's either spin or it's lies, yep. Uh, or it's distraction, and uh, frequently doesn't have anything to do with the subject at hand. And so, I, 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 you know, it's so important, I think, for us to keep our focus on saving this country from this craziness, from someone who is both power mad and childish uh, and impulsive, all at the same time.
1: What is your take, Buzz, on the? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the thing that came out last week about tapes, uh, Donald Trump tweeting that there might be tapes of conversations that have been happening in the White House, specifically with James Comey. But then we can also uh, assume from there, if true, that there are other tapes of other meetings.
0: Well, I, I don't think I can add anything that hasn't already been said, which is whether uh, Trump is telling the truth, whether there are tapes or aren't tapes, he's playing either way. He's playing a dangerous game. Yeah. Uh, if there are tapes, then he's going to have to turn them over, and if he refuses, mm-hmm. uh, hello Watergate—we're <laughs> we're back to that again. I mean, yeah. then it's over. I think at that point, very quickly. Uh, if if there are no tapes, uh, here again, you know, he's 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 hurt his own credibility for one thing. Uh, nobody's going to believe any threat from him in the future if that if that proves to be true. That's right. Uh, it's 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 a dangerous game. He he can't win this. Uh, in he the knows, long run
1: Never, nevertheless i mean it is uh, the the extra layer is obstruction of justice of course i meant to right. say witness tampering is and witness yes. intimidation is yes. what trump was doing with his tweet and which by the way he also yes. did with sally yates back yes. uh, before he fired comey he did that on monday with sally yates now he's doing it again with uh, with james comey with the, this tapes thing
0: there are at least a handful of counts of obstruction of justice, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I I hope that someone is pursuing this. I believe that they are. I know that when it comes to congressional committees, they have a much broader definition of obstruction of justice than does regular law enforcement. Yeah. That is to say, they have more leeway in deciding what is or isn't. Obstruction of justice and uh, more things qualify uh, with the Senate committee than than uh, would uh, qualify with regular
1: law enforcement I think he's lying about the tapes I don't think there actually are tapes he just wants people Probably. to think that there are and right. and this is uh, this just comes from the fact that whatever Donald Trump says now, yeah. I generally assume that it's a lie i mean i think that's my that's my rule now or a a a,
0: fantasy i i believe that i but yeah i believe that he believes uh, a lot of what he says not all of it but but i think some of it he truly believes and it's all wrong yeah whether it's an intentional lie or a lie of ignorance uh which is also often the case and both are just as scary and just as dangerous
1: and you know what's really scary about all of this is that donald trump thinks that everything he's doing here is smart politics (laughs) there is no three-dimensional chess going on inside the white house right now this is just trump believing that he knows everything there is to know about the presidency and behaving in a way that is absolutely not it's absolutely disconnected from anything that any president has ever done and that is uh that is inherently dangerous this seems to me this whole tapes thing reminds me of uh, of when Donald Trump masqueraded as his own PR flack. as I remember. As yeah. John Miller. It's just such an obvious lie. I mean, unless... I mean, there is a chance that Donald Trump is going around taping secret conversations inside the White House. Maybe something that he's done going back to running the Trump organization. This yes, is-
0: I understand. I mean, I've read reports that he did record phone calls, uh, a business, when when he was running his business. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so now, I mean, maybe he's doing it. I I think the best bet is to just assume it's a lie, and that and that is what makes it especially weird is that he could be lying, but now by lying about that, and this goes back to his lack of political savvy. He just doesn't know what the F he's doing right now. (laughs) And, and it's that even if he's lying about the tapes, he still opens himself up to subpoenas and people yes. demanding to have the tapes. And then if he can't produce the tapes, he's left with a catch-22. He either confesses that he lied about the tapes or continues to stonewall people like Chuck Schumer and the Senate Democrats who are demanding to have the tapes and who right. will subpoena to get the tapes. Uh, and and it's, So, in fact, he ends up opening himself up to obstruction of justice. He opens himself up to uh, to to contempt of congress for god's sake by not by because if there is a subpoena for these tapes that may or may not exist but let's assume that they don't exist how is he going to produce tapes in conjunction and in in compliance with a subpoena he's not going to be
0: able to in the words of southern bell lindsey graham (laughs) Uh, <laughs> you you can't be cute about tapes. That, that, those were his exact words. That's you right. can't be cute about tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Lindsey Graham has said, if there are tapes, we want to hear them. And th- this is great that yep. Trump has sort of painted himself into this corner, because he'll either be proven to have lied, yep. or he'll have to turn over the tapes. And if he doesn't, Hello, Watergate, you know? So,
1: exactly. I mean, this is the dumbest move he could possibly ever make in this. Right. I mean, this is it. Trump thinks that he can wiggle out of everything. I think when he finally ended up getting elected much to his own surprise or may- maybe not depending on the uh, level of collusion with russia is that you know when he got elected he thought well you know what all this crap with russia i can wiggle out of that i can wiggle out all of my financial dealings and money laundering and whatever else is 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 joining his rap sheet right now by the day so i think he thought he could wiggle out of that the problem with trump is he's said he's so inept and so incompetent that the wiggling actually makes things worse for him <laughs> he he isn't able to, to even manage the wiggling because then the it's wiggling, like, yeah. w- the wiggling then requires more wiggling. So now he thought, OK, I'm going to wiggle out of the James Comey thing. I'm going to intimidate him not to leak uh-huh. uh, any additional information about what went on with Trump, Russia and our discussions. So I'm going to put out this thing about tapes. Well, so that's going to tr- Trump thinks, OK, and now I'm wiggling out of the Comey thing. But then now he's got this tapes thing out of the- out there. And now he's got to wiggle out of the tapes thing. Now, how does he wiggle out of the tapes thing? Well, he's going to do something else, wiggly distraction, yeah, distraction, it's a d- distraction or you know, he's going to do he's going to tweet something or he's going to say something publicly, and it's going to make matters even worse for him.
0: Yeah, that trick is going to stop working as well. So yeah. far, it's been pretty effective, a pretty good strategy. To distract from one issue by introducing a new one, yep absolutely, and, and but see that's uh, people are on to that now increasingly, and I think the effectiveness of that is going to fade, you know, again, it's getting late early uh you know this is this is wearing <laughs> thin quickly, and yeah. uh, uh you know it's it's this is the most shocking thing and and uh, like I said, a little bit exciting about it all is that uh, oh my gosh it's i can i can feel it warming up we are much further along already than we were uh, in watergate oh, certainly. so uh the, you know it's just a matter of reaching that tipping point with the republicans
1: all right let's take one last break and when we come back we're going to do the investigation tote board right after the, the <laughs> list of everyone investigating donald trump right after oh, these good. right after these words
4: seska
2: honk, honk comes the truck
0: this is the bob seska show presented by bubblegenius.com
1: <laughs> i usually say thank you buzz but right. in this case i'm saying it directly to you thank you buzz say
0: he's good <laughs>
1: All right, welcome back to the show. Second half of today's show is brought to you by the BobSuska.com Amazon link. If you want to go shopping at Amazon.com, just go there through our link. Go to BobSuska.com just beneath the logo. You'll see in all capital letters it says Amazon link. Click that link. takes you right to the front page of Amazon.com, and then you just go shopping like you normally do. Search for your favorite things because Amazon's got everything. Go, go buy whatever the hell you want. You can listen to the show and shop at the same time. If you want, you have my permission to do that. Uh, and we get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing extra, and it helps support the show. And if you're a small business, make sure to source all of your materials through the Amazon link. Okay. All right. Oh, and by the way, bookmark it if you can. Mm-hmm. if you know how to do that with your internet browser <laughs> okay so uh what's next oh the uh the investigation tote board uh yes. here here are all the investigations currently underway this is okay via- now i
0: have a list as well so i'm gonna listen okay. and I'll i'll just check
1: mine off as we go all right we've got both the senate and house intelligence committees check we have the senate judiciary committee check we have the house oversight committee right we have the defense department inspector general we have yes. the fbi uh that's a <laughs> counter espionage investigation counterintelligence right. counter intelligence right. uh tr- treasury department the financial crimes division this is actually right. a very very big deal as donald trump would say it's a very 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 big deal uh the, the financial crimes division weeds out things like mm, money laundering and uh-huh. and flags potential information coming through that might be nefarious in terms of overseas financial dealings well in this and, case and that yeah and that, that
0: financial crimes unit is now working with the Senate intelligence committee as well yes
1: yes and in fact this is really really incriminating because the story about the financial crimes unit is they have turned over everything they have mm-hmm. with regard to Trump and Russia and they have reported that this information is going to be vital when it comes to proving collusion yes which to me and this is very carefully worded but it's pretty explicit in terms of what it means yep. this means that in a roundabout way the financial crimes division has basically confirmed that it has evidence of collusion between Trump and Russia now, that's a very big deal, and of course, this is one of those things that's getting snowed under all of this other insanity that's going
0: By on. Why everything else is going on. What What yeah. the Financial Crimes Unit said... About this information they're turning over to the Senate Intelligence Committee is that the committee would not be able to prove collusion without this information, which is another way of saying they would be able to prove this, the the connection with this information. So, this is big. And the fact that two investigations are teaming up. Uh, on this uh, is also very significant.
1: I, I'm so glad that you had the same interpretation as I did because I know that Rachel Maddow, for example, when she has mentioned that story has been sort of like, what does that mean? And and yeah. just playing, you know, but she's being coy, obviously. Careful. She, she's being she's, careful. She's yeah. being careful and she's also kind of being a little bit silly with it. Obviously, we know what that right. means, uh, but I wasn't sure because I'm looking at that. I'm, I'm kind of looking at the words and I'm going, does this mean what I think it means? And clearly, <laughs> From your independent verification that it, that we're on the same page with all of this, so which just- yeah, and
0: again, this is all doublespeak, the likes of which we heard during Watergate as exactly. well. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, you know, who keeps bringing this up all the time. But it is my point of reference, and yeah. it does sort of allow me to know how far along things are. And uh, like I
1: said, moving along. Well, that's I mean, that's what's so astonishing about all of this, Buzz, and, and I'm sure you've witnessed it too. Is that Trump is making the same mistakes Nixon made only a thousand times worse, only a mm-hmm. thousand times more obvious, and much more often, much earlier, as you, as you were saying. Right. Uh, this is all happening now, and we're only 117 days in. <laughs> With Nixon, I mean, this all didn't come to a head. I mean, the, the Saturday Night Massacre wasn't until October of 1973, which was basically a year and a half after the initial break-in. Mm -hmm. at the watergate hotel so that's a long long slow burn on that story and then it didn't even actually come to complete fruition until august of 1974 we were only three three months out from the 1974 midterms and Mm -hmm. that's that's the other thing that is kind of scaring me right now and i'm not i'm not literally scared but it's it's deeply deeply concerning which is that There's enough time between now and the midterms for another shoe to drop that would potentially mitigate this. If we remember our history, specifically 2001 history, Mm -hmm. Uh, and my concern is that the outrage and all of this talk about impeachment and the 25th Amendment and so on and, and looking ahead to the midterms of 2018 is all happening too early and i'm really concerned that this is going to burn out before it really creates the the impact that we need for the 2018 midterms
0: i don't think so i i, I know i'm going on on a limb here but i wonder if trump can make it as far as the midterms yeah um uh, you know i i'm not sure my sort of feel for this based on the speed at which we're moving and past experiences uh, he can't have much more than a year left uh, as president uh, I just I, I I don't see that happening I think uh considering the stage you know well first of all you you listen and I, I hope I didn't derail you because you were listing the various investigations I don't know if you mentioned the the inspector general of the State Department yes and, yes and there may be there may be others at the FBI and Justice Department we haven't heard about yeah, yet. Yeah, in fact
1: there were three others. There but yeah. these have question marks. US attorneys, right. various US attorneys, Justice Department Inspector General, FBI obstruction of justice investigation which could we, also happen but we don't yeah, know.
0: Yeah, and and we know that the Virginia uh, uh field office of the Attorney General yeah. has has already issued subpoenas in the Flynn case. So uh, that's at least one active and I suspect that there are some pissed off uh, people in the uh, attorney general's office or in the uh, U.S. attorney's office in uh, New York, in Manhattan, who are unhappy about the firing of uh, their lead prosecutor, Preet Bharara. Yep. And uh, perhaps they have reacted as a lot of FBI agents have reacted, and that is to go after this
1: even harder oh god yeah yeah and and that's <laughs> you can't bottle this crap back up i mean this right. is already this is a there's a freight train steaming down the rails right now and and trump thinks that he can stand out like like the guy in uh, Tiananmen square just standing in front of the tanks and, and for everything to stop and it's not going to stop it's just going to no. keep it's going to keep going and again it's it's the wiggling that's screwing donald trump it's a, you know they could i mean one of these days they could completely come out and say i mean it's entirely possible that the fbi comes out and says Hey, you know what? We confirmed that Russia interfered with the election. We couldn't get any solid evidence on collusion, so mm, no collusion. Well, and, but that's
0: and, where the money trail comes in, and, yes. and we can we can. That's also impeachable, yeah. Yeah. and we can get him on that as well.
1: Meanwhile, uh, this morning, just uh, this is a uh, sort of a late breaking thing. Eric Erickson, who's a notorious conservative screecher, he's uh, he's one of the conservative fire eaters who with, always with imaginative has parents. Yeah, uh, Eric. Eric of Eric, Eric, son of Eric, always has something incendiary to say. Uh, However, this morning, the headline from Mediaite is Eric Erickson, quote, I know one of the sources of the Washington Post story. It's even worse than reported. Conservative commentator Eric Erickson said he knows and trusts one of the sources of the Washington Post story alleging President Donald Trump, blah, 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 blah. Uh In a blog post on Erickson's website, The Resurgent, Uh (laughs) <laughs> the the that that definitely deserved a, a, a UGH in all capital letters. Ugh! The resurgent. God damn it! The writer was careful to note that he is often skeptical of salacious reports bashing Trump before mm-hmm. revealing the following quote. What sets this story apart for me at least is that I know one of the sources and the source is solidly supportive of President Trump or at least has been and was during campaign 2016. But the president will not take any internal criticism no matter how politely it is given. He does not want advice, cannot be corrected and is too insecure to see any constructive feedback as anything other than attack. Oh God, it's exactly what we imagined. God damn it. Exactly. This guy can't. This guy's an idiot, and he doesn't want to be corrected. He doesn't want to learn, right? And unless, Man. unless it's unless he thinks that you're his buddy, he's so he's so lonesome. He's so lonely and sad mm-hmm. and pathetic and delusional and weird and psychotic <laughs> that you know he's he looks for anybody. Like he'll meet with Erdogan today, and yes. and I I bet you one of the stories to come out of the day will be.
2: Erdogan, very, very nice guy, one of my very best friends. Erdogan and I have a very, very good relationship.
1: (laughs) We observed the other day, Buzz, that when when Donald Trump says very, when he makes the V sound, his mouth becomes almost like an upside-down U-shape, almost like a rainbow shape. I've never seen anyone make that face when saying... I'll, the watch visa. For yeah. I'll watch for that. Yeah. Uh so no, and of he's course- just
0: glad anybody spent some time with him, I
1: think. <laughs> That's exactly right. Of course it was President G and I, President G are very, very, very good friends. We had a very good piece of chocolate cake. And then, you know, and it's the same with uh what Duterte. We did this last time you were on the show. We did <laughs> our, our <laughs> favorite uh, fascist had, dictators. Name,
0: name your favorite dictator, yes.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. And they and they know exactly how to manipulate him. This is not This is not Erdogan or Lavrov or Kislyak. Just like, oh, it's Donald Trump guy. Really great guy. We want to be his best friend and be his... A partner in all kinds of uh, uh, things going forward with the presidency and international relations and fighting terrorism what a great guy what a great we'll bend over backwards for this guy no that's not happening they know that if you compliment him and you talk about his electoral college victory and you talk about his crowd size at the inauguration right. that he is going to fall in love with you and never leave your side like a little puppy dog
0: right he'll think he'll call you great
1: <laughs> that's exactly right So, here we are, day 117. Uh I wonder if we're going to get to day 150 with this guy. I don't know.
0: Like I said, I've gone out of the limb, I predict, no more than a year from now. I I could be wrong. I hope I'm not, but that's my prediction at this point. (sighs) And just to be on the safe side, you better hope there's not a tape of today's show.
1: (laughs) God, what an idiot. What an idiot. If there's a tape, he's screwed. If there's not a tape, he's screwed. I don't know, uh-huh. I don't know which one is is he makes him more screwed. I don't know which pop, option. Pop some corn and get a comfortable seat. By the way, here's one of uh, Trump's tweets recently. This was the oh. from the other day. Maybe the best thing to do would be to cancel all future press briefings and hand out yes. written responses for the sake of accuracy. Three question marks after that. Tantrum. Yeah, another tantrum. Childish tantrum. All right. Well, uh, we've got the post-mortem show coming up next. Sign up at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez for $5 a month. You get two page, uh, post-mortem shows. Uh, and if you sign up at $10 a month, you get two post-mortem shows plus the after party each and every week. And uh, if you sign up at $15 a month, you get the two post-mortem shows, you get the after party, and you get an unbleeped commercial-free version of this show. I don't know that either of us used any profanity on this show. Which,
0: I don't think so, no. Which
1: means really. I, I won't have to bleep a goddamn thing. We, we came really,
0: really close. <laughs>
1: yes, I think the closest we came was Tony Atamanik saying, God damn it! <laughs> but we don't believe that word. No. All right, the uh, post-mortem show is coming up next. Uh, by the way, listen to Buzz Burbank News and comment at buzzburbank.com, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, what else, realmnetwork.com. It's and, everywhere.
0: Uh, There's a fresh one Thursday.
1: And, and SoundCloud. You will not be disappointed. This is the best uh, hour of news that you'll hear all week. So... Buzz Burbank News and comment. Thank you, Buzz, and we'll see you on the uh, post mortem show.
0: See you on the other side. Thanks, Bob. Bye-bye.